live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Live from America. It has been a long weekend with a lot of stuff happening. The days of Monday through Friday, news, um, you know, actually happening in the world are over. It is Sunday through Sunday, and there's always something going on. And that is a direct, um, of that, that, that is a direct consequence of, of God being removed from everything. That's the problem with this world. I gotta tell you, I love when I see a business that decides to be closed on Sundays, like Hobby Lobby. We have a grocery store that we go to in town that's a local grocery store. We don't hit up, we don't go to, we don't go to Market Basket, we don't go to Walmart, we go to our local grocery store now. Locally owned, and they're even closed on Sundays, which sometimes I drive by and I go, oh man, they're closed, and then I go, you know what? It's good that they are. Because we need to take time out for the Lord. And everybody should understand what the weekends are for. Family and God. God and family. Those are what the weekends are for. However, folks, nowadays with God out of everything, people just can't seem to stop killing each other, robbing each other, burning something, screaming about something, putting a pink hat on and crying about something. It's everywhere you look, folks. It's everywhere you look. But either way, we're all here. We're all here by the grace of God. We're all here breathing today. It is a blessing from God to be here. We are live on Roku and Fire Stick. We are live on Rumble. And of course, today, ladies and gentlemen, Live from America makes its debut right here on Real America's Voice News. I'd like to thank the entire Real Real America's Voice News crew, all of them that were at the Trump rally this weekend, covering that. It's getting bigger. Trump's even now talking about Real America's Voice News. And uh, RAV TV, baby, that's where it's at. And I also want to thank the guys of Studio 6B for allowing me to come on tonight and introduce the show uh, to to the uh, Real America's Voice News audience. It's It's a pleasure, and it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. And if you don't know anything about Live from America, just let you, I'll give you a 5,000-foot view. We spread the gospel. We spread truth. We laugh. We cry. We make mistakes. We own our mistakes. We know that there's consequences for action, uh, our actions. We love the red, white, and blue. We are patriotic. We believe the election was stolen. We believe COVID was man-made. And we believe it was used on this population of this planet to achieve exactly what they're trying to achieve now. But they're too stupid to even go through with their plans, even though they had it set up perfectly. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are on social media, let me know your name. Let me know where you're from. Because at the beginning of every show, before we get into the gospel, we highlight and say hello to everybody joining in on social media. So let's just go ahead and do that right now, shall we? We've got Leslie Barry in from the OHIO region of the United States. Thank you for joining in today. I appreciate that. Um, who else we got in here? We've got Paul Janney in the house. 
How you doing, Paul? Good to see you, brother. God bless you, and I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Um, we got more from Ohio in here. We've got Becky from Alabama, where Trump was this weekend. Good to see you, Becky. Sandy from Iowa is here. Another Ohioan. Jennifer from Ohio. Vicky from Missouri is watching. Patricia from Texas is in the house. God bless you, Patricia. Tom Taylor from San Antonio, Texas. Good to see you, Tom Penny. From California, she says. And Deb Webb from Everett, Washington. I'd also like to also shout out Marie Wilson. Got an email from her this morning. Says, you know what? I've been watching you without without fail for so long. And I've never gotten a shout out. Well, God bless you, Marie. Thank you very much for watching the show for so long. And I'm sorry I never saw your name before. But I'm so happy that you've been here, you are here, and that you continue to be here. What's up, David from Kentucky and Nolan? from Popular Bluff, Missouri. Good to see you, my friend. Thank you all for joining in. I'd also like to thank Mrs. Tom Jones for the beautiful words of encouragement. I got your piece of mail. I'd like to thank Myrna for the letter and the gift. Thank you very, very much. Got yours in the mail as well. Terry Caston, uh, thank you for the donation and the wonderful card. And Mr. and Mrs. Jim Peters, thank you for the letter and for the donation and, and, and the card as well. it was It's truly uh, appreciated. I love you all. And for all of you who are new to the show, remember, this is a complete viewer-funded show, and it will always, always remain loyal to the people who helped get us here from the backyard to here. If you haven't shared the video yet, please do so now. We cannot watch or share on YouTube right now because... <laughs> Suspended from there again. But I think it's time, folks, to get into the verse of the day, don't you? So if you're new to the show, please go to JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the morning newsletter because it's always a great, um, it's always a great thing to see, and it's, it's wonderful words of encouragement straight from the B-I-B-L-E, ladies and gentlemen. So today's verse of the day was titled, It's Never Too Late. It's Never Too Late. And this is what I wrote. Good morning, happy Monday, and hallelujah. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. You have never been as old as you are right now, and you will never be as young as you are right now ever again. A lot of people say getting old stinks, and most people hate getting up there in age. However, getting old is a gift. To be able to watch the world change is a gift. To watch your children grow is a gift. And to experience God's most precious creation, the earth and everything in it, every day is a gift. Don't ever forget that. It's never too late. Verse of the day, Luke 23, 42 and 43. Again, if you have your Bibles and you're joining in, Luke 23, 42 and 43. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. This is a massively powerful verse, ladies and gentlemen. To really get the full description of the scene and what happened, you need to read the other Gospels surrounding this horrible but yet wonderful event in history. Matthew 27.44 says that both of the robbers reviled him, joining in with the Pharisees and others who were mocking him. So the scene is set. Jesus is hanging on the cross alongside two other men. One on the right, one on the left. Both are guilty of their crimes and they know it. While dying alongside Jesus, they still mocked and ridiculed him along with everyone else. Both of them were degenerates of that society, and neither were godly men. But within no time at all, one of the men on the cross gets touched by the Holy Spirit. 
One of them has a divine encounter with God right then and right there. But moments earlier, he was mocking Jesus for saying he was the Son of God, taunting him to come down off the cross and save himself and them from certain death. But then out of nowhere, the thief on Jesus' left side rebuked the other criminal, saying, Do you not even fear God? seeing that you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. What happened there, folks? What happened in that moment? Why a sudden change of heart in that little bit of time? There can only be one answer. The living God touched his heart and transformed him instantly. Much like he did with Saul, who later became Paul. When you are touched by the Holy Spirit, there is no denying it. That's how most of us met Christ. Jesus then promises that he will be in heaven alongside with him and the Father on this day. Can you imagine that? A life of crime and sin, mocking the Son of God minutes beforehand, and Jesus forgives his sin in an instant with the promise of paradise? He wasn't even baptized. He didn't follow the commandments. He didn't help people in life or make a positive difference. Yet at that moment, God touched his heart and saved his life. Folks, it's never too late. It's never too late to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's never too late to stop what you're doing. Drop to your knees, open your heart to the Holy Spirit, and cry out in shame for all the sin you've committed. Cry out for forgiveness and cry out for the mercy of the holiest of holy. Please share that message with somebody who needs to read it today. And let's do what God commands of all of us. Let's share the good news with everyone in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Isn't that amazing, folks? In an instant. In an instant. So please, remove your hat, set aside your coffee. If you're at work or if you're at home, ask folks around you to join in as we say the Lord's Prayer together so that all of heaven can rejoice. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Woo! Amen, huh? All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining with me and honoring the Lord. As you know, we don't do anything without involving the Lord. We don't do a show without involving the Lord. We don't do anything without having God right next to us. It is amazing, isn't it? So who's ready for the first and foremost section of today? I know I am. I got a lot on my mind and I got to get it out. So if you're new to the show, welcome to the Live from America family. Whether you're watching on social media or digital TV, we are here and we ain't going anywhere. We ain't going anywhere but up. Screaming the gospel from the top of our lungs. Here we go. The first and foremost section of today. I want to start by highlighting what we've been saying all along and what kind of flew under the radar with all of the narratives trying to be set by the left and by the uniparty of this world. The FBI came out late last week 
while I was still doing a show late last week, by the way, with a report saying that they found, quote, scant evidence that January 6th protest, I call it a protest, was the result of an organized plot. They also said that President Trump had nothing to do with inciting it. Well, <laughs> what do you know? What do you know? The FBI and its illustrious legacy of being the most amazing, amazing organization in the world for being able to investigate, do detective work. Isn't it amazing that they've fallen so far from the top? Thanks to people like James Comey. Thanks to people like Peter Strzok. Thanks to people like Christopher Ray, Thanks to people like all these scumbags who have been infiltrating our departments for decades. The FBI now comes out with statements months after we in the MAGA party already know what's going on. We MAGA patriots, we America First patriots knew the entire time what January 6th was. We knew it in real time. You want to know why we knew it in real time? Because no Trump supporter would ever lower themselves to a BLM or an Antifa idea and destroy and burn and wreck things just because. Just because. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. If you push the American person too far, you'll see exactly why they have a Second Amendment right. I'm sure. That's just my opinion. But we would never lower ourselves to the standards of those loser organizations, those woke loser organizations. We knew in real time what was going on. We knew it was a setup. We knew who was involved. We knew that Antifa was infiltrated. We knew BLM was an infiltrated. We knew that CNN oper operatives were infiltrated. And we knew the FBI had infiltrated that crowd and caused that scene that you saw everywhere for the last eight months. The only thing, the only thing that Trump supporters were guilty of that day was, fall, um, was letting themselves fall into a crowd mentality. That's it. And you want to know what the FBI is really doing when they do this? Oh, hold on. I accidentally started some music there that we don't need to hear. You know what the FBI is really doing right now? They understand the real possibility of President Trump coming back, either now, 22, or 2024. One way or another, Trump's going to be in charge again. They know that. They know that. And I believe this is an attempt to try to save some face real quick. But if that's the case, then who do we get a refund back for all the all that the border that they put around the Capitol for months and months and months? Who do we call to get that refund back for the taxpayers? Hmm? Who do we call? Who's going to give us an apology for bringing our men and women from our states to protect your insurrection? Your insurrection, not ours. You guys did it. Hmm? What about the what about the over five hundred people that have been arrested and put in prison? What about that? Do you know what's happening today? Infowars Owen Schroyer has to turn himself into the FBI. Why? Because he was on the stairs. What about all those political prisoners that are stuck inside D.C.? What about the FBI that came knocking on my door with a puffed up chest thinking that they were going to do something too bad they were too stupid to understand that I wasn't even there? Great detective work, folks. Or was it intimidation? Either way, folks, what is going to happen to all of those people who have been arrested and who continue to be arrested even though they know and put out a statement saying that it wasn't a plot? Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, what about the two people that got killed on our side? I bet you most of you don't even know the other lady's name. 
But there was two women who got killed on that day, not just Ashley Babbitt. No, 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 no. Not just Ashley Babbitt. There was another woman, too, that was there that day. Roseanne, or excuse me, Roseanne Boyland was also killed by Capitol Police that day. However, we haven't heard a lot about that, have we? Hmm? What about Capitol Police Lieutenant Mike Bird? He's walking around free. He's, he was exonerated of any wrongdoing last Friday. Did you all know that? We already know who the guy is that shot Ashley Babbitt. We already know it. But the mainstream media won't put it out, so most people don't know that it was actually Mike Bird. Mike Bird is the murderer who killed Ashley Babbitt. Who killed Roseanne Boyland? And why is Mike Bird exonerated and walking around like nothing ever happened? A lot of the people are saying right now they didn't know about the second woman. Isn't that amazing? The second woman, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? But actually, somebody that I interviewed a long time ago was there. I'm not going to say his name. But he's got a story of that woman dying in his arms, watching her take her last breath. How come that wasn't put out? Oh, because he was black? <clears throat> the walls are crumbling, folks. Border. Crisis. Not a disaster. Crisis. Death. Murder, child molestation, child trafficking, drugs, any way you can think of the border crisis is terrible. Okay? The world is in crisis because of the Biden administration and the left stealing the election. And all of their house of cards is coming to, to a fall. That is why you didn't hear anything past that day about those bombs last week in New York and D.C. That was an attempt to take over the narrative of the news and it didn't work. Do you know why it didn't work? Because the left has actually left... Sleepy, creepy, pedophile, sniffer and thief Joe Biden. And they no longer support him. Think about it, folks. There's a lot going on in this world right now. But really, their house of, call, their house of cards is coming to an end. And they're doing anything they can to control the narrative. And when I mean anything they can, right before I came on, there was breaking news. And we all know what that breaking news is by now, I'm sure. And that is that Pfizer has been fully approved by the FDA. Isn't that amazing? Within one year, Pfizer gets fully approved by the FDA. Why? So they can push their mandates even further. So they can push their mandates even further. But I have a feeling that that's not going to get anybody who hasn't taken it to take it. But they want to control the narrative. Anything they can do to control that narrative. Folks, we're going to be right back with more Live from America right after this. Don't go anywhere. Fill your coffee cups up because we got one heck of a show for you. God bless. We'll be right back. Hey, War Room Posse. Real America's voice in the War Room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interest, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's Voice in the War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice in the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. 
Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. All right, welcome back to Live from America, folks. Yes, uh, the reason why I wanted to start the first and foremost section out today with what's going on uh, with the January 6th thing is because January 6th is another weapon, another arrow in Stretchface Armstrong's quiver. Remember, Nancy Pelosi, that's what we call it here on Live from America if you're new to the show. Uh, that's another arrow that they're aiming at our hearts. And we're going to debunk it, and we're going to turn it back on the people who really did it. And that's why we need to shed light on that. And really, nobody's talking about it, so figured I would. Let's move on, though, to talk about incompetence and talking about controlling the narrative. Let's move on to sleepy Joe Biden. Let's move on to the sniffer and thief, Beijing Biden himself, and all of his failures. Throughout his whole life, really, he's never had an accomplishment. He's never had a success. Ever. Ever. But now, world leaders and the... I told you the CNN was turning on him. The mainstream media, the... You are fake news. Fake news media is turning on him. But so are world leaders, past and present. Past and present. You know what Boris Johnson said about him the other day? That was the first time Boris Johnson had ever said to him, called him Sleepy Joe. Boris Johnson called him Sleepy Joe. People from France, people from uh, Germany are literally saying that this guy failed the world and retreated and gave up. Wave the white flag. Wave that white flag, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody's asking on social media, is it Boylan or Boylan? It's Boyland, B-O-Y-L-A-N-D. Roseanne Boyland is the name of the second lady. But I, ha I have a couple uh, clips pulled up to show you how bad it is. Like, we know how bad it is. We know, we, we know here how bad we, uh, people's thoughts about Joe Biden are. But, folks, when it goes to, when it gets so bad that foreign leaders or, or, or uh, past foreign leaders, former, former leaders, are saying the things that they're saying, you know this guy's got no time left. I was the first one. I was the first one 10 days ago that said this was all a plan to remove him because the left doesn't want to remove him saying it's dementia because that admits that they knew he had dementia going into it. I'd also said since January that by fall, Kamala Harris would take his place. I see that, I see that uh, those building blocks coming to fruition. But check out, <laughs> check out what this gentleman says that Biden should be court-martialed. He said he's never said this about anybody else before, but Biden shouldn't just be impeached. He should be court-martialed. Check this out. Government, President Biden humiliated the United States. He humiliated the United States Army. In my opinion, and I, I don't say this lightly, and I've never said it about anybody else, any other leader in this position, people have been talking about impeaching President Biden. I don't believe President Biden should be impeached. He's the commander-in-chief of the U.S. Armed Forces, who's just essentially surrendered to the Taliban. He shouldn't be impeached. He should be court-martialed for betraying the United States of America and the United States Armed Forces. There you go. He should be impeached for what he did to the United States and the United States Armed Forces. That is former British military saying these things. He's not the only one though. He's not the only, he's not the only world leader and he's and he's and he's not the only uh 
not the that wasn't the only um, mainstream media outlet that was that was Mark Levin, but still mainstream because it's on Fox. It's not the only mainstream media outlet that's saying pretty rough things about him. They're even doing it on CNN now. Check this out. As well, we also, you know, he also said that Al Qaeda is gone from Afghanistan, but of course, from the UN, from the Joint Chiefs, we know that is also untrue. Why is he misleading with his words here? First of all, I reject that characterization <laughs> with respect to Al Qaeda. Right now, our intelligence community does not believe that Al Qaeda in Afghanistan represents a threat to the United States homeland. That's what the president was referring to. Oh, yeah. He has also clearly said over time that al-Qaeda could, in the future, represent a threat to the U.S. homeland, and that is why he has positioned an over-the-horizon capability with intelligence assets and defense assets to ensure that never happens. And he has pointed out that we have been able to deal with and suppress terrorist threats in other countries that do have attack capabilities against America without a permanent military presence on the ground. We intend to do the same thing when it comes to Afghanistan. Don't you just love the way that the Biden administration, uh, they're all telepathic? You ever notice that? Pretend to, be, pretend to be press secretary, circle back Saki, she seems to be telepathic. Everybody who speaks for the Biden administration seems to be telepathic. The Associated Press, when they fact check you on Facebook and other places, they seem to be telepathic. PolitiFact, Politico, USA Today, all of them, when they fact check you, they, they, it seems like they're telepathic, meaning that they seem to know what Joe Biden's actually thinking in his, in his crazy cobweb brain. They seem to know exactly what he meant, how he feels, and what he says. Meanwhile, Beijing Biden's over here in the corner trying to color within the lines and can't do it. But they seem to know exactly what he said. That's not what he said. That's not what he meant. Come on. Even CNN isn't buying it anymore. Meanwhile, ISIS is back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, ISIS is back. Yay! All right. Great job. Donald Trump destroyed ISIS. You didn't hear their name ever in the last two and a half to three years of his presidency. Never heard their name. Meanwhile, he's blowing up terrorists left and right who kill Americans. That is why he had peace through strength. That is why he was nominated for Nobel Peace Prizes throughout the Middle East. Meanwhile, ISIS is back. Oh, that's incredible. Great job. See what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. What is going to happen? Well, first of all, before we get what's going to get what's going to happen, let's first talk about the new red line. So, the Taliban has decided to remember the red line that Obama and Biden drew. Don't cross that. Uh, me and uh, me and Michelle and the Vice President. We seem to think that if the American people just draw a red line in the sand, nobody will nobody will dare to cross it. And it's all about racism. And the way they feel toward black Americans. And remember that red line in the sand that everybody in the world just seemed to dare to cross because they knew that Obama, the bowing president to kings, and the stuttering, mumbling, Beijing pedophile behind him wouldn't do a dang thing. Well, the 
the Taliban has put their own red line in the sand. They said August 31st, you're out, or massive consequences. Massive consequences? Like there aren't massive consequences right now. I saw videos over the weekend of American citizens literally on the, on the uh, video going, there's no help, there's no way out. We literally have to hide. The red line is in the sand, though, for Biden. Now we've got the Taliban drawing red lines in sands while the State Department and the illegitimate president ask and beg for things. Please give us safe passage to the airport in Kabul. Let us get people out. Please. What a weak, feckled, old administration we have. Meanwhile, not only is ISIS back, but you have Al-Qaeda forces who've got $80 billion worth of weaponry, uniforms, equipment, aircraft, $80 billion of your money. You know that tax, you know that, uh, that refund that we just asked for for the January 6th insurrection? Yeah, where's the $80 billion that we want back from that? Meanwhile, the Taliban is putting on American uniforms, American soldier uniforms. The, the helmets, the bulletproof uh, vests, all the guns, the cameras, the night vision goggles, they got them all on. They look like American forces. And you know what they did? They recreated the iconic scene that I have right up there where it says freedom isn't free above me, that's actually a picture of the iconic scene uh, where the American soldiers are lifting up that flag in World War II. Yep, the Taliban went and recreated that, wearing American soldiers' uniforms, lifting up their flag, their Al-Qaeda terrorist flag. They're mocking us because they know we're not going to do anything. Can you imagine if anybody had done this to President Trump? Oh, can you imagine? It would have been bye-bye, baby. It would have been bye-bye, baby. But they do this all day long. People are dying outside the gates, ladies and gentlemen. People are dying outside the gates of the airport. And the Biden administration could not care less. Dying outside the gates and the Biden administration could not care less. As a matter of fact, British troops are now on the ground saving American lives because Americans won't. The great and powerful U.S. of A. needs British troops to go in and get our own out because we won't. Welcome to Joe Biden's America. Welcome to all you lefties who could not stand those mean tweets from President Donald J. Trump. Oh, they're just so mean. They're just so mean. Meanwhile, women and children are getting their heads cut off. Christians are getting persecuted, hunted down, and killed. But boy, those mean tweets. <laughs> and we now know that the State Department, while saying that they could not go get Americans, the State Department sent out Thousands and thousands of blank visa documents to the men and boys, hardly any women or children, that they are bringing in from Afghanistan as refugees. They sent thousands and thousands of blank visa documents for them to fill out on their own, which makes it legal under the Biden administration to bring them in as refugees. 17, 20,000, who knows what the number is of Americans over there hiding right now, but we're giving... Afghani refugees, again, like this, 
blank U.S. visa documents to fill out so they can be brought here legally. So they can be brought here legally. This administration will not last through Biden, and it will not last once Kamala Harris takes over his spot. It will not last. This administration is done. And they're done because they have no support by the American people, no support by the media, and no political capital. Now, you might say, okay, well, when? When is it done? When is it done? Is it leaving today? Is it leaving tomorrow? Nobody knows that. But I can tell you what, they won't be here until 2024. I can, they're not going to be here until 2024. Not in the administration in the way it looks today, anyway. We're going to be right back and show you what Kamala Harris has to say while she distances herself from the slobbering, mumbling, bumbling thief in the White House and goes on a tour to Asia. And we'll play her video of her cackling when we come right back with more Live from America. Be right back, folks. The majority... Well, that didn't want to play, so we'll just go ahead and close that out. What we were going to play was a nice ad from PatriotFoods.com. And I know I told you guys a little bit about PatriotFoods.com, and and Adam, the owner, is going to be coming on this week, actually, to tell you his plans to build brick-and-mortar stores all over the United States and only carry made-in-America products and fresh farm produce from independent farmers, not big conglomerates. That is a huge move. That is a Mike Lindell-sized move by Adam and PatriotFoods.com, and uh, I'm going to help him. I had a long discussion with him about what he was trying to accomplish, and what he's trying to accomplish mirrors what I'm trying to accomplish with the American Strong tab on JeremyHarrell.com. It's trying to lift up patriotic American, uh, constitutional, conservative, God-loving Americans' business, and make sure we spend our money with each other, and that's exactly what he's trying to accomplish. Okay, so if you have not had the opportunity yet, I would ask you to please check out um, PatriotFoods.com because it's truly incredible. And in those brick and mortar stores, I know I've already mentioned this, but in those brick and mortar stores, you'll be able to click the QR code by scanning it, and it'll be able to tell you exactly what farm uh, and what state that that produce came from. It's pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. So check out PatriotFoods.com, guys, and put in the promo code LFA. Get yourself some discounts and help out Live from America, okay? All right, welcome back to Live from America. As promised but not wanted, I'm going to play a video for you of cackling Kamala Harris and what she's doing while Rome, well, while Rome is burning, really. Check out your vice president, your fraudulent and illegitimate vice president. One of, if not, one of, if not, excuse me, uh, excuse me, Miss Cackle, 
<laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, calm down. <laughs> I just got off my plane and I'm just so excited. <laughs> I've never been here before. I've never been to Southeast Asia before. Hold on, let me catch my breath here. Anyway, folks, let's we gotta talk about two things. Gotta talk about two things. <laughs> gotta talk about Afghanistan, because that's one of our, if not most priority. Really? <laughs> one of if not? One of if not? Look, I, I know that you all think the same thing that I do, that replacing Joe with Kamala is going to be worse. But you got to understand something here. you got to understand something here. Number one, Joe Biden, now thanks to Marjorie Taylor Greene and others, has four articles of impeachment waiting for him. Call your, sen- or call your Congress people right now and get them to get behind these articles of impeachment. And then you go, well, well that's not going to matter. That's not going to happen. Well, it will. It will come January 2023 if we have to. But it's not going to be that long. It's not going to be that long because they're going to remove him and Kamala is going to go in. Well, Kamala is not much better. Kamala is not much better. I get it. But she also has less political capital. The left hates her guts. Maybe not the people that want her in, but the majority of the left, like the congressmen and women and the senators, they hate her guts. She has zero political capital. She's completely unqualified. And she has impeachable charges waiting for her as well, like bailing out people who ended up going and killing other Americans. So, hey, let's cross that bridge when we come to it. Let's get rid of Beijing Biden first, which they'll do for us, and then let's work on removing her. Because neither of them are qualified, and regardless of Democrat or Republican, they are putting American lives at risk every single day. That's bad news bears, and we as a people have to get rid of them. We as a people. I would even take, until we figure out the theft of 2020, which we're going to talk about in a minute, I would even take another moderate Democrat to replace both of them for the time being. Because they're that whacked out. They're that far gone. They're that unqualified and they're that stupid. Okay? Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the election fraud. Let's talk about President Trump's rally. Let's talk about the election fraud. But first, before we do anything else, talking about the high points of the rally, the message of the future from the rally and the election fraud, let's talk about Mo Brooks, shall we? Let's talk about Mo Brooks. Now, before I get into my rant on Mo Brooks, let me just tell you this. Either two things happened when he got booed on stage in Alabama. One of two things happened. Either he didn't word it correctly and was talking about 22 and 24 because he's that, that's what he's that's what president trump was there for look the alabama party paid for that and brought him in the alabama party put that together the republican party because they wanted president trump to come they wanted to fire up alabama and they wanted to endorse candidates okay alabama republican party set that whole thing up Mo Brooks is there doing exactly what Mo Brooks should and let's not forget Mo Brooks is one of the people that is fully behind these forensic audits But he missed up. He either did one of two things. He either didn't word it correctly and did it out of sync with each other, or he's truly a rhino who does not even focus on the forensic audits as being a viable option while just telling everybody that he wants the forensic audit. Long story short, he said something that did not make the crowd happy, and that was, please vote for us in 2022, and please vote for us in 2024, so that we can take everything back, and the crowd did exactly what I expected them to do, and exactly what you would do if you were there. 
And that is scream, fix it now, fix it now. Let's check it out, folks. Let's shut this down. Let's shut this down. So, first of all, let's just go ahead and give it to him. And we got no other bucket to throw it into unless we want to throw it in the Democrat than the, than the Rhino one. That was a Rhino mistake or a Rhino statement. Or let me make that. Let me back that up. That was an honest mistake or a Rhino statement. Let's say that. But how? If he fl he flew there with President Trump, and there was a number of other people that flew there with President Trump too that we're going to talk about in a minute. But if you come with President Trump, knowing what President Trump's out there trying to accomplish, you speak after the great Mike Lindell, MyPillow.com. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell, you speak after the great Mike Lindell gets up there and talks about his symposium, gets up there and talks about the election fraud, gets up there and talks about the data, gets up there and talks about taking it to the Supreme Court. And, 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 and the whole premise for why we are behind President Trump right now is to fix a wrong, is to right a wrong, is to fix a massive, massive um, problem that is in this country. And you want to come out and you're, you're either that stupid or that much of a rhino. It has to be one of the two. Now, I'm not saying Mo Brooks is a bad guy, and I'm not saying he didn't make an honest mistake, but how can you be so dumb? That's why you get the Dumb Dumb Award of the day. Because it was a dumb move. To sit there, and, and and then did you see as soon as the crowd was saying, fix it now, fix it now. He's like, yeah, 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 fix it now, fix it now. Don't, no, 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 no. You either have the armor of God and you're a warrior for this cause, or you're not. And a warrior for this cause, who wears the armor of God, who is hell-bent on making sure that what they did on November 3rd, 2020 never happens again, you don't forget this stuff. You don't automatically just talk and make a mistake like that you just don't do that you would never hear me out there say hey guys you know um please go out there and vote for us in 2022 and 2024 so we can take everything back no you've always heard me say we have two fights we have to focus on this in case this doesn't work out but this is our priority right now and this comes along with it everything you do back here will come to fruition up here focus on two chew gum and walk at the same time but this is priority Bad mistake. Bad mistake. You can tell he's not a true warrior for this. Now you know who was else. You know who else was on this plane. You want to know who else was on this plane, folks? I can tell you who else was on this plane. Robin Voss. Does anybody remember that name? Does anybody remember the name Robin Voss? Robin Voss is the speaker of the House for the state in Wisconsin. Robin Voss is also the number one person standing in the way of doing a full forensic audit in the state of Wisconsin, which is the lowest hanging fruit. Robin Voss was on the plane with President Donald J. Trump in Alabama. 
So one can only, if you understand President Trump and know how he works, one can only take from that that President Trump had Robin Voss on that plane with Mike Lindell to talk about the importance of that audit to happen in Wisconsin. Now, to this point, Robin Voss says, hey, I, I fully support election integrity. I fully support making sure that they don't ever cheat again. But doesn't fully support the independent forensic audit, Arizona style, which still hasn't come out yet, by the way, which kind of got me heated because I was hoping that that would come out on Friday. Very, 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 very intriguing that Robin Voss was on that, that plane with President Trump. So... Let's call Robin Voss, shall we? That's what I like to do on the show. If you're new to the show, this is the kind of stuff we do. You're not getting the, you're not getting the, the the fancy the fancy lace and all the top notch production here on Live from America. What you're going to get is a real person who would sit with you on a couch and have a discussion back and forth. You're getting a real person that wants to do the same thing that you guys all do. And what is that? Hold people accountable. How we just went from ten thousand almost ten thousand people to eight thousand people watching, I'll never know. But I wish they were all here to witness calling Robin Voss. 608-266-3387. Again, 608-266-3387. Let's call Robin Voss now. This message is for State Representative Robin Voss. My name is Jeremy Harrell with Real America's Voice News. Uh, do have you live right now on air with our viewers, and we were hoping to get a real person when we called, but we're used to not getting that. Anyway, long story short, we're calling to talk about your recent trip to Alabama with President Trump. Um, we hope that some movement was made towards uh, the decision to do a full forensic audit with President Trump. We can only assume that that's why you were with him to begin with. We are very concerned at the fact that you want election integrity in Wisconsin, but you have failed yet to come out for a full forensic audit. Okay? Um, you know the power of the people behind wanting this audit, and we want to bring you on the show, and we would love to talk to you a little bit further, uh, a little bit longer, I should say, as to why you have um, refuse to do a forensic audit to this point and what your intentions are moving forward so that we can give viewers and, and voters in your state um, a correct perspective on whether they should vote for you again or hang you out to dry. So again, this is Jeremy Harrell from Live from America with Real America's Voice News. You can reach me by emailing jeremy at jeremyharrell, H-E-R-R-E-L-L, Jeremy at JeremyHarrell.com. I would love for you to come on the show, and I can't wait to hear from you. God bless you, and may God direct your steps in making the right choice for the American people.
Have a great day. Well, folks, like usual, we don't get anybody. Like usual, we get answering machines. Hmm. Weird, right? Either way, that's what we do. We're going to make sure that we continue to call people and let them know that we know what they're doing, we know what they should be doing, and we know what they're not doing to make it more important anyway. <clears throat> One more thing that I want to uh, talk about before we move on to the recall election in California and talk about some, some things that are going on there is what we started talking about the show uh, today, which was the Pfizer jab being fully approved. Again, folks, this doesn't mean anything. The people that want the jab already got it. The people that don't want it are never going to get it. You can approve things until the cows come home, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. And I can tell you this much. I can tell you this much. If you're fully approving a vaccine within one year, then the lawsuits are going to come big time now that you're fully approved. Big time. So let's hope and pray that the people out there fighting this mandatory jab have enough resources and people and doctors to put heavy lawsuits on these people after they do this. Because there's still about 50,000 people that we know of they are dead from this vaccine. And many more to come, unfortunately, because of their haste. Um, and their, their hasty decision to fully approve this. Using people as guinea pigs. I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-mandatory experimental jabs that have not been uh, fully vetted, which takes years. You cannot rush vetting something like this in one year. It takes years to see the outcome of what might happen. So, like I said, the people that want it or needed it have taken it. The people who don't, won't. And your little mandatory stuff <laughs> ain't going to make a bit of difference. Let's take a quick break, come back with more Live from America right after this. All right, you guys, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you inside the uh, comment threads. Tell me what you think of not only the vax, but also of President Trump's speech in, uh, in Alabama. 50,000, it's more like 200,000. Oh, I believe you. I believe you. But we got to go with the numbers, you know, what they actually point to. And right now they're pointing to that. Um, Jeremy, do you think you can create a classified job section on your site? Patriots with Patriot employers not requiring the jab? I would love to, but it's right now until I can get more efficient when moving into the new studio and stuff and my wife coming on board, I just don't have the manpower to be able to man it. And it's not as easy as just putting it up there. you got to man it. you got to be able to take everybody's submissions, put them in the proper way, put them in the correct way, put the right information in, put the logos in. It really takes a lot of time. So I will, it is something that I've been thinking about, but just know it can't happen right now, okay? Uh, just to answer your question. Um, Jeremy, love your shirt. Thank you. Trump rocked. No vax for me. And that's another thing. When I come back from the break real quick here, by the way, share the video. We had like almost 10,000 people watching and then 1,000 people dropped off. Don't know why that happened, but I'd appreciate the shares. We're going to talk about that, actually, uh, with Trump pushing that at, right in, when we come back after the break. Actually, right now. So, All right, folks. Welcome back to Live from America. Um, during the break, they're talking to people on social media. One of the things that they said uh, that I keep hearing is, regardless of President Trump pushing the jab, I still love my president. And mixed with, why is President Trump still pushing the jab? Well, we're, I, we're going to talk about some things that happened at this rally. And one of them was tr Donald Trump talking about the jab. Look, President Trump, you have to take everything in context, okay? Don't be like a liberal and take it completely out of context and say Trump said there was good people on both sides. Because President Trump always follows up the vaccine comment with 
it should be your choice. Never mandatory. He always makes sure he puts that in there because it's very important. You got to understand another thing too. If President Trump had not warp speed had had not done a warp speed on the vaccine on creating the vaccine, they would still have everybody locked down tighter than you could possibly think. Or they would have all the way through President Trump's you know presidency. They were gonna they were gonna keep everybody locked down. This is what they had to do. This is what they had to do to lift the lockdowns, and it did. Just the just even the thought of the vaccine coming out pushed the. Um, Pushed the stock market way up and started telling, uh, letting, starting allowed, allowing governors to re- roll back their lockdowns and roll back their, their mask mandates. So President Trump always had the right frame of mind in warp speeding this. However, he didn't have enough time while he was in there. And then when he did leave, now they're trying to take credit for something that might work in the future. Might be a great vaccine, like measles and mumps and all that other stuff. So President Trump was definitely stuck between a rock and a hard place. And now, if this does work out, if they can fix the vaccine so it doesn't kill people and it's the greatest drug known to man, they're going to take credit for it. So I fully believe that President Trump talking about it wants just to let people know that I'm the one who warp speeded this and got it going in case it ever works. And you should take it if you want to, but you don't have to. Meaning, do your own research, don't just take it. I believe that's what President Trump's I believe he was in a rock and a hard place, okay? But now let's talk about some of the things that he said at this rally that made that were major things that a lot, I don't think a lot of news stations picked up on. And the first one was when he said, when he was talking about General Milley and his wokeness, and he said, you want to know what woke means? Woke really means you're just a loser. And then he said, everything woke turns to rhymes with spit, okay? I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, and it was indicative. It was definitely, uh, it was definitely Trump-esque. To say those things, right? To get people riled up and to get people to realize, hey, he feels the same way we do. Um, but when President Trump said, when he was talking about General Milley, and what did he say? What did he say that nobody's talking about? He said this, oh, when I get done with him. And then he realized what he said, and he quickly shut up and, and said, well, anyway, and moved on to something else. Can I ask you a question, just as a normal person? No conspiracy theory here, no tinfoil hat. Just a regular, everyday person who hears the same things that you hear. What would President Trump mean when he said, when I get done with him, and he was about to say something and he stopped? What's he talking about there? What would President Trump be able to do as a former president to General Milley? What kind of authority would he have to do anything to General Milley? What did he mean when he said, when I get done with him? It was probably, to me, the most, the biggest thing that stood out to me in that entire speech was when he said that. They, the crowd also made it, you're right, the crowd also made it really clear to Trump when he talked about the vaccines. They don't like talk, they don't want any, they don't want him pushing it. I love the way the Alabama crowd stood up for what they believed in, and it's really what we all believe in. But when President Trump said those words about Milley, when I get done with him and then stopped, I realized there's a lot more going on than we know. He knows he's coming back. The FBI knows he's coming back, which is why they said what they said about him, because they know when he comes back, he's cleaning house. You gotta look at all the things that surround a situation, especially in politics in 2021, rather than just taking what people say. Remember, remember um, when when Millie worked for Obama? Obama, Obama even fired him. Remember? You're fired. 
You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Okay, he said a lot of things in this in this uh, um, speech that really need to be honed in on and focused in on, and none of which are the big things. You know, that got the crowd roaring. He said a lot of things. I suggest you go back and you watch the rest of, or the the entire thing and listen to the subtle things that he was saying. Again, this isn't a Q thing. This is just going. Why would he even mention when I get done with him and then stop? Especially since Millie probably won't be there in 2024 anyway. If they, even if people were there, well, maybe he was talking about 2024. You really think the guy's going to be there in 2024 after this fiasco and his age? The guy should be in Gitmo alongside Joe Biden is where he should be. Now let's talk about this recall election real quick. The recall election in California is heating up big time. Recent polls, good polls too, not not a... Honestly... Not fake news polls, good polls, have Governor Newsom upside down. They've got him upside down against Larry Elder, okay? But again, I don't care who you're voting for as long as you vote yes on the top of that ballot. Yes. Now, here's some things surrounding the California election that some people don't know about. Number one, there's there's a lawsuit in the federal courts right now from California Democrats that say it's not fair that the ballots went out without Newsom's name on it, that Newsom's name should still be on it, and it's not fair that somebody could win with literally 30% of the vote. Because all they have to do is say, yes, we want to impeach him, and then somebody could win with 30% of the vote down here because Newsom's name is not on it. But number one, it was the way it was always set up in California anyway, and they're not going to change it this late in the game. Number two, ballots have already been sent out to hundreds of thousands of people. And there's no way that the judge is going to, to, to do it. He'll, he can change it for the future, but he's, they're going to lose on this. They're going to lose on this. Okay? Number two, California Democrats and authorities have now opened up an investigation into Larry Elder. Well, what do you know? Well, what do you know they've opened up an investigation into Larry Elder? You think they'd open up an investigation to Larry Elder if Bruce Jenner was ahead in the polls? Do you think they would open up an investigation into Larry Elder if Kevin Kiley was ahead in the polls? No. They're doing this because he's the front runner. And the reason that they opened up an investigation into him in the first place was because they said that he's not, um, he has not, uh, uh, been forthright or been truthful about all of his campaign donations, that he left things off during the filing process that, 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 that the state should know about. It, you know what it is? Nobody cares. And that's what it is. That is what it is, folks. Meanwhile, a man was arrested this weekend in California with tons of guns, tons of drugs, and guess what else in his car? Thousands of ballots marked no to recall Governor Newsom. But see, again, folks, they're not going to be able to cheat like they cheated last year because the eyes are everywhere on them now. And that is why Governor Newsom is freaking out. He just sold his $5 million house last week. Wonder why. Wonder why. These people in California, folks, they know they're going to lose. That's the, that's the problem here. They know that they are going to lose. And they're doing everything they can to keep Governor Newsom in in, in, uh, in power. But it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Why? Because you can't beat God and, who's got, and whose side has God on recently. It de- definitely isn't the side of the Dems. I can tell you that. We're going to take one last break. We're going to come back with two stories. And we'll be back with more Live from America right after this, folks.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. All right, folks, got a couple more stories to get through today, and the first show of today will be done. Number one, while the Democrats have their sophisticated super spreader birthday bashes all over the world and tell you not to even go, you can't go to school without a mask, can't go into a building without being vaccinated, COVID, COVID, Delta, Delta, ah, be so scared of the thing, it's not killing anybody except for the vaccine. Um, anyway, while they have their sophisticated super spreader events, and they're not super spreader events because they're sophisticated, apparently, um, to all of us, you know, peasants, you do what we, don't do as we do, do as we say, right? Well, Beyond birthday bashes and everything else, there's also fundraisers that Democrats have. And during these little fundraiser events, you really get to see a side of the elites that the mainstream media won't show you. And what I'm talking about is a fundraiser where Nancy Pelosi was the head speaker at, and everybody at these tables was white and probably very rich. You know another thing they were? All of them were unmasked at this little super spreader fundraiser they had. Side by side, not six feet apart, but six inches apart. All unmasked. But you know who did have masks on? The help. The help that was serving them their food and serving them their drinks. You want to know what else I noticed about the help? Very few of them were white. So these racist, elitist, no good, good for nothing Democrats, swamp donkeys can sit and have super spreader, sophisticated events with no masks on, side by side, but the, the help, who's all minority, in skin color anyway, they all have to be masked. Don't question us, just serve us with your mask on. Check this out. Well, young people, we always ask them, how do you want to be reached out to? And one of the main responses... So, that's a very short video. That's a very, very, very short video, folks. But that's Nancy Pelosi's little super spreader event, where she's raising probably millions of dollars. And, as you could see through that panning, every table was full of rich, white people, and everybody serving them was minority Black or brown with masks on while they all wore no masks. <laughs> ah, and another video that's actually pretty uh, disgusting and scary. This is this is the elites dancing and celebrating while Rome burns. Ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy Chuck Schumer and Stephen Colbert doing a really weird, odd dance, looking like they were almost in love. While Afghanistan burns, people die, and Christians are being hunted and persecuted around the world. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. 
that anymore. <laughs> That's about as much as I, my eyes can see today. I gotta tell you, folks. I gotta tell you. It's gonna be a rough, rough next few months, but I know you're all in for the fight. I'm there with you. I'm right there with you. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the debut of Live from America will be on Real America's Voice News. I'll also be on Studio 6B promoting the show right before it starts. Studio 6B starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, runs till 10. I will be on their show tonight, and then, of course, the debut of Live from America on Real America's Voice News, and I'm asking all of you to tune in. I'm asking all of you to tune in. If you could please do that for me, it only helps all of us, so thank you. And remember, folks, there are right ways, and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh, so stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you for tuning in in such a large number today. And uh, I'll see you tonight for more Live from America. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And reach one teacher.